Hello. Welcome back, Pastor Sam from Pakistan. Wait, I'm praying. I'm hoping that you don't catch this new monkeypox. Praise God. Today's episode, we're just gonna kind of go over a few things that we feel like have been on the news. Cover a wide range of topics. So. Uh, the theme is just basically uh, we're just gonna talk about the things that have happened so far and all the things that we've kind of predicted per se or just kind of said hey this is gonna be a very high possibility and it turns out we're gonna be referencing some clips from our old episodes um, but yeah we just want to talk about first off this new virus called the monkeypox um, it's interesting that we talked about the w uh, the world economic forum a while back and how their partnership with the WHO and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, it's eerily uh, similar to the simulation that they've ran. And I remember you talked about this. Um, they were running a bunch of, uh, was it Event 201? That was what it's called. Um, that was for, uh, yeah, a potential viral pandemic, mm-hmm. flu or coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I think it's interesting that we're just, I guess today is, like, what, what is today's date? June 17th and we're gonna be reading some stuff so the first article I want to share us is from the Defender um, it's about as monkeypox cases spread reports show Gates Foundation WHO pharma executives took part in monkeypox pandemic simulation that's uh, something interesting about that yeah, yeah go ahead interesting thing is that uh, there's a date here I wanted to find it there's actually um, while you're looking for what you're looking for there's actually a chart from that from the um, simulation and they're in that one of their books there's this uh, these dates strengthening global systems to prevent and respond to high consequence biological threats and so I'll send it to you and you could probably post yeah, it right now yeah but yeah, in that it says that on May 15th, they're predicting May 15th, 2022, there will be a monkeypox outbreak. Oh yeah, yeah, May 15th, 2020, and that's when they announced this monkeypox. It's like just the scenario's just too good. And then no international warnings or advisories yet. International alert is warning systems benefit of need for early risk assessment by June 5th. They're starting to act on it. But the the discovery is May 15, 2022. And it's like, uh, you know, these things are annoying now. It's like so much coincidence. Satanic prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently, yeah, just like PSAP said, the first exercise, I think, in this fictional start date was projected to be May 15th. 2022 and surprisingly the first european case of monkeypox <coughs> was identified on may 7th of 2022 and i think you know the 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 key findings from this article is saying the need for a more robust transparent detection evaluation early warning systems and i think all of this is just a kind of uh you know we've been through a pandemic now for so long um some parts of the world don't even really understand that it, it existed and I think it's just at this time they're they're really trying to use something that's very serious to deflect onto something else and we can kind of see that right now and we know that a lot of the stuff that was running through our country was pretty much I would say more of an emotional and mental I guess attack to kind of compromise social conditioning yeah that's exactly what and also implementing like a um like a you know they're creating the systems that can be used again later mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i shared this with our church at the beginning of like mid 2020 that there will be other viruses that come and it won't be 99.99 survival rate it'll be more uh horrible mm-hmm. but how it's going to happen i could have never imagined that they would do something like this but but i'm thinking we're going to talk about it but monkeypox was talked about by bill gates in an offhand comment in an interview right and he's talking like you know you never know uh some person can take monkeypox 
or some smallpox variant and spread it around in airports and we have a pox outbreak can i get that cuff right there and i was just like whenever he's whenever that dude talks i'm just like damn like he's not a prophet but he is profiting and um you know he he is just profiting off of every one of these predictions so did i send you that article where he wanted to uh, shoot a missile of dust into the sun yeah you did tell me about that yeah So it's just interesting that the people that have participated in this exercise um, these prophets profit a lot oh this is that's a good one the prophet of prophets yeah oh okay that's the title um yeah a lot of these people are from Johnson and Johnson you know Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Dr. George Gao director general of the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention the Chinese CDC they got to make their own version and a bunch of these other uh executives who were there to kind of like you would say that they're a collective of all the important forces that shape policy mm-hmm. and kind of control what government entities can do which is problematic basically you know like I, the whole trend right now in the world is that you need to be a professional like in this field to ever make even a comment like we just saw it in the supreme court justice that uh one of our justices who just got um accepted to be a judge she couldn't define what a woman was because she wasn't a biologist yet they're willing to allow uh bill gates to just mouth off whatever he wants to do and i just think that's just really weird and then we're going into this and it's just a major coincidence that it's all starting to happen now and with the uprising of monkeypox you know we've been talking about how like the nature of these vaccines and what could cause the side effects of taking it are starting to appear but the reason why we I wanted to bring this up is because there's a lot of deflection on what this actually is. And I think it's interesting that, um, first off, I want to read this article from uh, Medical Daily. They Apparently, they deleted this from the mainstream media because I think it was from MSN that they kind of linked this through and they posted this. And it's about mm-hmm. how there was a, it was June 14th, 2022, uh, severe COVID-19 rare in unvaccinated people survey reveals uh the survey found that people who did not get the vaccine had a lower rate of suffering severe covid 19 amid the pandemic um it was pr- uploaded to ResearchGate. i've used ResearchGate before for more than 18,500 respondents from the control group with more than 300,000 overall participants analysis revealed that the, compared to those who just got jabbed unvaccinated people reported fewer hospitalizations and um, that was already true like when uh, so people that our church or whoever is going to listen to this you know you should have news resources from other countries and they were discovering like probably six months to eight months earlier because they vaccinated started vaccinating a lot earlier uh than us that it was already well known at the time that those that were getting vaccinated were getting coronavirus more like frequently and so they're like okay we need to stop this plan like we need to stop doing the vaccinations and but the u.s got wind of that and our media system immediately said we have a pandemic of them vaccinating because they already bought a whole you know several million dollars several millions of vaccines like they're already bought in and so they needed to roll it out and so they rolled it out anyway and but the fact that people are getting more sick from vaccination was known when the vaccines rolled out here in the u.s um from other countries by the second dose i think second third dose we knew like okay people are getting hospitalized more and they're getting more covid and so the narrative then changed to it cures covid to it abates the symptoms of covid and what they kept saying is it's safe and effective on all of our webs you know web stuff and it's the opposite of safe and it's the opposite of effective mm. it's like literally the opposite it's not like ineffective it actually makes you get covid more do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's not safe and the other thing that's happening is vaccine induced autoimmune disease and finally somebody on msnbc or i forgot which uh mainstream uh news site it was the lady is there's doctors doctors on talking about it and she makes it at the end she goes oh yeah and you know we should stop 
arbitrarily giving people more doses of the vaccine because some people might have, you know, uh, vaccine, you know, their immune system is going to be repressed. And then there's like a, a gasp and then they, <laughs> they, cut, they cut it. And I'm like, wow, they're admitting on a, main, on a mainstream media chat. That lady's either in big trouble or, you know, she's going to get sued or something's going to happen to her. But the doctors that we follow have been talking about vaccine induced we did an episode on it um and here's what's happening with that vaccine is people don't know what autoimmune suppression is it means that your immune system isn't working well and so what happens is even dead viruses in your body come back to life and so you're gonna get like pox like shingles uh people are getting things like what justin bieber got you know mr bieber and his wife got clots. Yeah, blood clot. Remember, this is the clot shot, right? You get blood clots. If you have a, someone die abruptly, demand an autopsy and to see and check for blood clots. And, uh, you know, you need a pathologist to see if it's connected to the vaccines. Uh, a lot of people aren't doing that. But people that do are saying, man, these bodies are riddled with microclots and giant clots in their in people's bodies. Yeah, so I'm glad that you mentioned that. Justin Bieber postponed his tour because the disorder paralyzed half of his face. Justin Bieber says a rare disorder that par- par- paralyzed half of the superstar's performance face is the reason behind his tour postponement. The multi-Grammy winner is suffering from Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, he said in video he posted Friday on Instagram. The syndrome causes facial paralysis and affects nerves in the face through a shingles outbreak. Um, later on in March this year, Bieber's wife Haley Bieber was hospitalized for a blood clot to her brain. I think that's so scary that these people are so young and get developing. It's the vaccines, man. Oh my god! They're gonna blame it on COVID, but it's the vaccines. No, no, it's uh, it's called SADS. Okay, I know, but then the other thing that people, the thing is like these are various. Like when the vaccine destroys your immune system, you can't point to one disease. Like when when you have like uh, autoimmune suppression, like it was, it would be great, not great, but like it would be easier to say like, oh, the vaccine, if adverse reaction to the vaccine is specifically only this, then it's easy. But if it destroys your immune system, every disease under heaven is going to now happen to people. And so you could say, like, you know, there's a shingles, you know, pox outbreak or there's they, they're, it's just crazy because if you introduce anything into immune compromised people, then it's just going to go through everybody like wildfire. Like I I. I, I was hoping that it was alarmist, but it seems to me like there's a lot of people dying. It's not like 50% increase of certain diseases. We're talking 250, 300% increase of certain kinds of diseases not seen in young people that we're seeing a spike, right? In conjunction with the vaccine rollouts. And at, every time there's another injection, a second injection, a third injection, there's it just spikes up higher and so and this isn't like just old people they're they're young people what is a young person like getting a blood clot like that like i know how many people do you know that have had aneurysms and blood clots in the last year i know like off the off of my hand like just several people that got hospitalized with blood clots and aneurysms huge ones like huge and um, I, it, yeah, I can I can name like five right now. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's too late for people that got it already. I mean, there it's not. No one's getting it now. Uh, it seems like because they're like no one's taking them, and it's like you know. But the cat's out of the bag. Like people already did get them, and so uh, I didn't get a side effect within a month or whatever. These side effects, especially the immune system stuff, it it could take up to a year, you know, to show like what it did to your body. They were kept saying it just goes out of your body within a few days or like a few weeks. And it's like, it's not true. It's not true. And so we're starting to see like people that have been vaccinated and it's been a long time. 
they drop dead in a sports game or they can't control their face. <laughs> Julian Barr syndrome, um, facial paralysis. Uh, there's uh, uh, a Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. There's there's uh, Epstein 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 syndrome there's something like that and then what one doctor i was listening to was really worried about was um tuberculosis is gonna come back because the immune system it's it's dead in our immune system but it's gonna come it's gonna come back to life because our immune system is going to uh forget how to defend itself like it's gonna stop working Mm. so but so what does this have to do with our, our podcast episode is that there is this thing called SADS, um, sudden adult death syndrome or sudden arrhythmic death syndrome known more commonly as SADS. And according to the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, it's an umbrella term to describe unexpected deaths in young people, usually 40 years of age, whose cause of death following postmortem examination is undetermined or unascertained. Um, yeah, th- apparently this has been going around for a while. There's a mis- mysterious disease that's killing hundreds in Australia. And just people are just dying. Young people under the age of 40 are just dying. Um, there's no, absolutely no cause. And this is how I feel like. No cause, my ass. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to deflect it here. Like, it's this is not what it is. And I remember somebody saying it's. Do you, remember we had that podcast with um what's his name him and his wife i forgot what his name was dark horse brett brett, brett, weinstein. brett weinstein how there's they're blaming climate change and like the fact that they were in like post-pandemic stress disorder yeah is causing the death of all of this yeah and i think that's exactly what i wanted to talk about is it's, it's incredible how effect how dumb it is but how effective it is they just keep changing yeah for us to just kind of accept it and then just move on. It's like, oh, that's just sad. It's denial, though, yeah. you know? We were talking about this, and I was like, what is... At this point, like, how can you deny... Like, it's just everywhere at this point. And the fact that we're constantly deflecting... We're going to talk about other uh, topics here, too. But, like, the nature of deflection and how we're just so... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say ignorant, but we're just... We just accept it. And mm-hmm. I don't know what's causing that, and... I remember messaging you about like why would people like even with this much blatant information are just so adamant about no that can't be it. Yeah, but it's denial. Denial is so strong. If you've been in ministry at any time, like you could see how powerful denial is in people. Mm. Like they don't, they can't accept the choices that they made. And um, but but the sooner you accept that you made certain choices, the sooner you can remedy the problem. You know and. Um, uh, and right now, for seemingly this situation, it's like you better g- be right with God, and you need to pray to God to to help you. And then there are also options to you know uh, deal with the damage, and um, that that's available and being researched. And so the more the sooner. But the thing is, like you double down, right? Some people double down when they. They, uh, you know, like the crypto thing right now, everyone's crash. The crypto's crashing. And then in the beginning when Dogecoin was like blasting up, Elon Musk was like trying to pump it up and like, Doge father. yeah. And everyone was like, yeah, it's going to go to like 50 cents. Mm-hmm. Did it go to 50 cents? I think they were trying to hit a dollar. Yeah. This is going to go to a dollar and it never peaked above 50 cents, you know? Yeah. And then people were like, it's going to, and then it just kept dipping and they're like, yeah, and no, don't worry. Like that. And people like put like thousands of dollars into it. And then they're, and they're just like, buy the dip. And then now it's like five cents. <laughs> holy crap right oh, it's God. denial right and you double down and double down and it's like some some days you just got to realize like oh dude i i screwed up and i don't care who knows i just want to make it right you know but like the vaccines too it's just so much misinformation so much greed so much power involved uh never trust big pharma I don't know why we have amnesia about these things. Those people have never were never to be trusted. They can't do baby powder right. Uh, they can't do you know 
basic they've been sued so many times for so many reasons why would we just blindly trust these people and because of the great fear right I and I I remember from the beginning I was like I'd rather die from this disease than trust these people mm. and um and so I did get hospitalized with COVID but I was like dude I don't want the vaccine and my parents were like you have a sin of pride in you and I was like no I have the sin of I have the uh virtue of uh not trusting pagan companies you know like these people are not up to any good and so now we're seeing this you could get any disease like you get any disease and they're telling us to put this in our kids and sudden adult death syndrome are you kidding me climate change sudden adult death syndrome uh what else do they blame pandemic stress disorder it's like this is gaslighting right like they're just saying you guys it's all in your heads and it's like no it's not it's in our bodies you ass <laughs> and you guys put it in there, you know? And um and another curious thing about this is that did you know that sudden infant death syndrome sudden infant death syndrome coincidentally co- uh coincidence doesn't correlation doesn't mean causation. We always say people say that all the time, but it does get you to kind of think about it, you know, it's something to think about mm-hmm. and to dis- and to snoop into, not well, co- correlation doesn't mean causation, so let's not look at it. No, let's look at why there might be. But sudden infant death syndrome. I heard about that when I had my kids. Like, babies, infants sometimes suddenly die. They uh, they stop breathing and they die. And so they're just like, it's because of cribs. It's because of them laying on their stomachs. But coincidentally... A huge percentage of babies, infants, die after certain vaccinations. And so there was this, uh, there was this uh, question proposed. Maybe we should wait till a little, they're a little older before they, they receive certain vaccinations. And, um, and then I kind of moved away from all that because my kids survived. And, like, and, um, and also because people are like, you're anti-vax. And I was like, no, I just want to know, is there, should they be bigger before they get injected with these things? I want them to have it, but I want maybe they need to be stronger or something like that. So there was this discussion, and it's like a huge number, 50% plus, I think, of SIDS cases, sudden infant death syndrome happens uh, two to three days after vaccin- a certain vaccination. That's a big number if it was like 0.5 percent it's like eh, i don't think so man but 50 percent plus is something to pay attention that's, that's to too big. but you know what's weird about this a lot of parents didn't take were late with their vaccinations with their kids during the lockdown and they were afraid to go to hospitals so they delayed their kids vaccinations and coincidentally in the last two years sid's cases has dropped significantly sudden infant death syndrome has plummeted during the last two to three years because parents didn't want to take their kids to the to the doctor because they're afraid of covid they're afraid of covid so they didn't take them to the hospital and they delayed vaccinations they kept postponing it and stuff like that and so sis cases dropped oh my god i can't believe they're trying this on us sads it's like so i feel mocked so sads like Like, it's the adult's (laughs) turn it's like you guys it's so sad what's happening to you it's like it's humiliating that's so this is pretty it's a good troll but you know just you're just talking about children um apparently the cdc uh, was also warning of severe liver damage among kids uh i believe this article came out april 22nd this year uh the center for disease control and prevention has told health officials to be on the lookout for potential cases of children with hepatitis referring to liver inflammation as a result of viral infections yeah alcohol medic medications or other conditions uh alabama has already reported nine cases while two have already been discovered in north carolina this is gonna continually come out and they're just gonna there's gonna be one after the other you know like they're they're saying that oh it's absolutely normal for kids to have strokes at the age of like nine and ten like carbon because you eat too much meat that's that's whatever 
like these diseases they like they are spiking such a high percentage and it's the elephant in the room why is this happening the people are trying to pin it on the environment i'm just like didn't we have a huge dip in carbon dioxide because of the lockdowns last we have we're doing much better right now and so it's like what is going on there's the big elephant in the room is well i wonder what is there any kind of x factor that might have caused a huge percentage of the population to all of a sudden get sick with all these diseases? I wonder. I wonder what it is, John. It must be something that affects everybody, a lot of people. So it must be uh, stress. Your kid had a stroke because of stress. Give me a break. Your kid has liver damage because of stress, because of climate change. It must be climate change. And it's like, do these people think we're stupid? Yes, they do. They're banking on it. And people need to be pissed and sue the hell out of these people. There needs to be like millions of lawsuits. Wasn't Pfizer, I think Pfizer was the company that has the highest paid, I think, in in like yeah. court, like a lawsuit, right? Like for yeah. some sort of medical malpractice. I think yeah. they have the highest of all time. But, you know. There was that Spain pharmaceutical CEO that got caught uh, he injected saline in his arm oh he yeah, didn't take yeah, his yeah. he didn't take it <laughs> i bet you all of them didn't i bet you all of them didn't in terms of deflection uh, i really want to share a short clip from go ahead sager um let's talk about gas prices i'm sure many of you guys are now seeing that it's like almost seven dollars mm, did delicious. you know at uh gas stations if you have a credit card they don't let you fill up past 75 dollars yes why is that? Is it or a hundred? Hundred now? Yeah. Dude, that mine stops at seventy five. You have to recharge it, so you have to do a second sale and then you can put in more. Isn't that? Doesn't that mean it's a double transaction for credit card companies? Yeah. So you gotta pay and then you gotta stop, go all the max and then you gotta uh, do a new sale. All right, Zachary, what are you looking at? Well, I broke one of my cardinal rules on Thursday in a pit of frustration. Never tweet. I'm exaggerating, of course, but I honestly just could not contain myself. We had just done breaking points. My Twitter feed was endless with journalists talking about January 6th committee hearings as if it was the most important thing since Watergate, as if it would be a country-changing experience. I genuinely felt like I was taking crazy pills. So I returned to my mm. old ways, and I punched this out. Quote, gas is $5 a gallon, people genuinely can't imagine giving a shit about these January 6 hearings. Like any great viral tweet, it both took off and it elicited some very strong reactions. The negative reactions overwhelmingly by liberals and allies in the mainstream media are actually very revealing. And what do they tell us about what liberals mean when they say democracy? So I thought that we could get into it here. First and foremost was this pushback. What's auger? People can't multitask? That is a fair question. But have you paid attention to the U.S. government recently? The government actually cannot multitask, and the media especially can't either. In fact, remember our maxim here. The most pernicious form of media bias is not what they choose to show you, but what they choose not to show you. Every second of airtime, resource, money, time, explanation spent on January 6th by both the Democratic Party, the media, and by Congress is by definition something that could be spent somewhere else. So the current strategy of trying to make this into a big national event is therefore a conscious choice. That was the most practical feedback I received, or what I thought the most reasonable was. But let's move on to the part that I really want to focus on, captured in this tweet by Amon Moyaldeen. He works over at MSNBC. He responded, quote, this is nothing to be proud of as a country. It is an indictment of our priorities if the price of a gallon of gas is more important than the attempted overthrow of our democracy. Okay, let's put the overwrought language aside. That is an incredibly revealing tweet because what Eamon is saying is that people like me and perhaps like you who actually do care more about the price oh of God. gas being at sky high levels somehow have our priorities wrong no more so than a riot than occurred at the Capitol over 16 months ago. And what I love most about that is it actually reveals the core mindset of what the overwhelming pushback to me was. 
What? Sagar thinks the price of gas is more important than democracy. And my response is that if you're trying to make people care about our capital D democracy more than focusing on the problems that they're actually having in their lives and begging politicians to fix, then you, not me, are the person who is against actual democracy. When I say capital D democracy, I mean it in terms of how it's being used by the press. Protecting the higher-minded institution. It's what the Washington Post loves to put at the top of its paper. Democracy dies in the darkness, which Democrats and Biden are always talking about. But what they like to ignore is little d democracy. Democracy as in the people's government, where they make their voices heard through their votes, and they attempt, being the key word, to get their representatives to act on their behalf. Overwhelmingly, we see today in the obsession with, obsession with January 6th that by focusing on that instead of gas prices and high inflation, the issues that voters continue to tell pollsters and cry out as their number one priority that the U.S. government solve, what the obsession with January 6th shows me is that Democrats are unserious about acting democratically. Let's take Pennsylvania. Just that little clip. Yeah. I think, um you don't care about democracy because you're complaining about gas prices. <laughs> I think this is kind of, um, I think this video really sums it up for me, like in the attitudes of like how our media and how our government is trying to deflect from the real issues, right? And um, it's just the rising food prices um, is changing. And I just thought it was interesting that we should look at this. Um, Heather Long. I think she's more left-leaning too. She was just kind of putting into perspective of what's going on is that our groceries are 11.9%, chicken is 17.4, largest ever, restaurants plus 9%. Yeah, food at restaurants are always high, but it's getting higher. We can't go. They're going to they can't we can't go out. And then like Korean barbecue is like $40. No, you just can't like, go. Uh fuel oil 107%. Electricity is up 12%. Rent is up 5.2%. Airfare is 37.8%. Services 5.7%. And a lot of these were the largest ever since 1980 and 1990. And it's, it's really bad. Um, it's not just gas. Food and used cars prices are that are way up. Rents are rising quickly, and that's one of the biggest budget items for many families. Rent of primary residence, 5.2%. We just did this. Um... And real average hourly earnings decreased 3% from May 2021 to May 2022. Uh, change in real average hourly earnings and combined with a decrease of 0.9% in the average work week resulted in a 3.9 decrease in real average weekly earnings over this period. I think we have one last one. Um, the, the main issue is uh, I remember hearing that like 4% inflation rate per year is actually a, a normal rate of inflation. And the funny thing is I remember this being in effect because... Um, you know, you remember in, uh, when you went to Hawaii, Spam Musubis? Do you remember? When I was, I think, uh, in elementary school, those were like 99 cents for one. Mm -hmm. And then I remember at a certain like time, it was like 99 cents and then 103. Mm -hmm. And then two years later, it would be like 107. And it was almost like literally 4 cents, mm -hmm. like 4% increase. And I thought like, oh, that's pretty cool, like how that's actually pretty accurate. And then apparently this year alone... Uh, Inflation rose 1% in May alone. And mm -hmm. I think what it was is like something like 16% in general has caused up. And now like all this stuff is happening with the feds hiking up interest rates and just causing all this trouble. And they're the trying meantime, to collapse it. Yeah. And it just seems like what is remember when they were like, we're going to build back better. It's engineered. Yeah. This is what I want people to know. <laughs> this pandemic was engineered. I think there's enough diarrhea everywhere to know that we're in a, a toilet, right? Like, <laughs> like, dude, the food shortage coming up. Dude, how many food plants have closed, burned down, and randomly have airplanes crash into them in the last three months? Like, you have to be such a person of denial to... <laughs> Not see that there's something fishy going on. And we did an episode long time ago talking about God coin, like talking about how they're going, they're trying to destroy us, destroy this uh, financial uh, way that we have so far. They want to move to digital currency and reset the global economy. That's what they want. They want to create maximum chaos that the cell is 
they need to sell it to us mm-hmm. and the sell is look how horrible this look how horrible everything is we need a great reset we need a great reset and that's and people are going to be begging like do it change it and um and that's what i really think about all of this at this point the the thousands of cows that just ra- that just died and they're like it's a heat wave and it's like texas is like 140 billion degrees and they have their cows are yeah. fine you know what's crazy um i actually have a friend who's a farmer or rancher out in hawaii mm-hmm. and he's saying my relationship with my cattle is like almost they're like my children mm-hmm. like i i know what's going on in water like i take care of them all the time so i was like i remember thinking like even though he's like it's sad that i'm gonna eat them but i but while they're still on my farm i treat them and make sure they're, they're basically like my babies so when you see like ranchers because the excuse on that article that i think i shared with you and then you posted mm-hmm. previously i was like oh my god we're on the same wavelength here it's just like how could a rancher really not know about certain things that was happening on like about their cattle like you spent how many years and you can tell the weather's coming in it might be hot the water like i i just have a hard time believing that it was an accident that there's like you know what we can control the yeah humidity. along with the chickens yeah along with the eggs along with uh, uh, the, the chips and the pop tarts and it's grains <laughs> and i mean this is i think and that stuff really is more like you know just to tip it over i think like the damage is already done like on and it's just you know to make us feel it but like um there uh, i think all roads lead to revelation 13 they want a one world government uh governing system not nation-based not nation first but global need first they want to go to a global digital currency they want to go towards that and they need to create like this sense of the old ways are unsustainable Mm. and the whole world is going to collapse unless we do this that's where they're that's that's what they're selling us Mm. on right now and and so people need to uh take this seriously because i don't think it it's it's still like we're still holding on still holding on eh, i could still do 40 dollars korean barbecue and have a good time it's all right it's all right <laughs> and um you know and, and it's maximum like denial like oh i don't want i don't want to face this remember when korean barbecue was 15 dollars is considered like expensive 15 to 20 dollars it was like 10.99 12.99 for like a lunch special i think yeah that was a deal bring it back i don't think it's coming back um so that's what this is i and i'm just getting my church ready i i want my church not to be denial people i want them to be prepared people and get them emotionally ready um yeah Yeah, i think yeah so just to kind of sum it up here we wanted to share this podcast because obviously this spirit of like deflection is happening everywhere and uh, I don't want our church members or anybody of our listeners to really fall for it and just realize, hey, there's bigger issues out here. Don't be sensationalized by the media. Our government uh-huh. is lying. Like that guy that does that tweet. Oh, God. I just want to, you know, January 6th is so much BS. It's There's so much BS. I remember immediately people, conservatives, were like apologizing for what happened January. Why are they apologizing? You're not over there. And they're like, oh, this is wrong. This is bad. It's an insurrection. I'm like, insurrection is a big word, man. You know, BLM and Me Too did more damage in D.C. than the Q shaman. You know, sh- uh, the shaman, Q shaman with the bullhorns. Like, he's in jail right now <laughs> for sitting at a desk in, in the Congress. And th- there's so much, so much lies surrounding it, just like the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Mm. There's so many lies surrounding this. The only person that was actually killed during this time was the cop that died. Died because he had a heart attack. Natural causes. Like, nobody died except for a veteran. Mm-hmm. That was one of the protesters. And uh, she was shot in the face. She was not armed. And uh, she's a, uh, either a Navy or Air Force veteran. And, like, that's the only one person that died. And... There's mu- there's enough evidence to say the FBI and CIA 
helped to get people into the building and Capitol Police. And um, yeah, there was that video like, come on in. Come no, on. Uh, not much was destroyed. They were walking in in single. They were in lines. What kind of riot is that? They were expecting the velvet ropes. They're I, like lined up. And there was so many camera people that followed in with them. And CNN was there yeah. to record. There was a journalist there following in and they were invited to come and they were they were there on site They're breaking when, uh, how and then and then and the antifa was there pretending to be trump supporters and it's just like this thing stinks and it's like and if, if anything it's not an insurrection it was a pretty pitiful insurrection we're no guns you know no <laughs> weapons like what kind of insurrection are you talking about this is political theater and uh, and the, the Congress, oh no, like they're hiding and stuff. And then AOC was like, I was hiding from my life, fear for my life, and she wasn't even. In she the wasn't building. even in the building. <laughs> these people are such jokers. <laughs> and and you know, and then these people, some of these people are in jail now, uh, and they should, yeah. you know, for doing what they did. But for years, but you know, where are the Me Too people? Why aren't they in jail? And the uh, Antifa, uh, me too, the BLM, burning of our cities, all of that. Like it's like a fading memory. But everyone in the news is constantly January sixth, January sixth. It's like, come on, how dumb do you think we are? And I always think that. And then I and then I read some. I read. Uh, I'm like, is this guy a bot? But I read something like that. Oh, they exist. There are these yeah. people that believe that our gas prices are high because of Ukraine. <laughs> Uh, they're that Ukraine, we crane, and they're like you know there are these people that are like okay we need to supply them weapons, and then when it comes to our citizens it's like we need to take them away like there are these yeah. people that are cognitively dissonant. And this is this is the perfect tweet of, like this is mm. the perfect. Tweet. These people do yeah. exist, yeah. Yeah, the deflection, and this yeah. is how they get you to do it. And it's it's they've been brainwashed by the media. Yeah. Like they believe what the media says, and the 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 air of legitimacy and intelligence that the media portrays, they adopt it for themselves, because they're busy people probably, and also a little dumb. But like, they like sounding smart, but they don't actually analyze what's going on. This is the right type of patriotism. <laughs> but you know, though the the thing is, the news media, there's so much conflict of interest. Just that alone should make them you not trust them. 75% of their uh, revenue is like pharmaceutical industry, Jeff advertisements, yeah, and, you know, people that want to destroy, like, they, they, don't, they hate us. Mm -hmm. Those are the people funding this. They don't want certain, they, it's not real journalism, you know. They're, they're selling what their masters want them to sell. They don't have a mind of their own. They're, they're, they're the false prophets of false kings. And so why <laughs> do you trust it? Don't trust it. That was our first observation. I wish we could do that over. We were too... It was like... We are so light on the media at that time. We'll go again. We'll do another one. It was Diet we'll Coke. And we talked about this in our previous episode. Paid son millions of dollars. It was a Sinohawk. It was Sinohawk. Do you remember? Sinohawk. Yeah. Was, uh, it's it's a side of we don't. Uh, where's the article? I gotta find the article. Joe Biden. Was it? I think it was right here. Go check out Joe Biden. That was a really good. On Odyssey.com. Oh yes, yeah, right here. We have uh, we have a uh, we did a show on uh, Joe Biden's compromising situation with China through his son Hunter Biden. Yeah, and pretty much this article is about Biden leaning towards easing some of Trump's China tariffs. Of course. And why does it matter? The article lays out with inflation at a 40-year high of 8.6%. Here we go. Here's the rate. Biden and his top officials are desperate to show action on bringing down prices, even if it makes them appear weak on China. Uh, what we're hearing is that Biden is leaning towards ordering the office of the U.S. Trade Representative to run a formal exclusions process to determine if some consumer items such as bicycles should be exempted from the Section 301 tariffs. He's less likely to include big industrial items like steel and aluminum in the process. Uh, the bottom line is that the White House officials are depressed about 
are depressed about and resigned to their prospects of meaningfully lowering prices before November. I wonder why. Biden is deeply frustrated with his team's proposed ad- addresses to sky-high gas prices. Remember uh, his uh, what was the new uh, White House press secretary urging uh, oil companies to lower the gas prices mm-hmm. because it's their fault, not mm-hmm. Biden's policies towards shutting off all oil refinery systems, all pipelines, not completely reducing yeah. our own energy. You know, Texas has enough oil for like to supply the United States needs for like a hundred years. We have oil in California. We have oil in Alaska. We have oil. We have a lot of oil here. Why do we ship in oil on ships that need oil to run? Uh, and this is uh, garbage. And look at this puff piece. Puff piece. Why is why he has to do it? And it's like no, he's doing it because he's in their pocket, man. He's in their pocket. Remember when Hunter Biden's laptop was a conspiracy theory? It's confirmed true. Now it's a fact. And in those in the emails, he has deals with China for millions of dollars. And it says and in the emails it says that he has percentages of it that money go towards chairman. And the chairman is his dad. <laughs> Chairman Joe. So, I don't understand how he's still alive. I smell impeachment coming soon, right? Impeachment or assassination? Impeachment. Let's not say assassination. I'm gonna get deleted. <laughs> impeachment would be embarrassing. Resignation, maybe like a Nixon resur- resignation. Go out as a hero. But you know, medically, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do what's good for the country, and yeah, that's a great way to go. I just want him gone, and then Kamala (laughs) Harris. Is that how you pronounce her name, Kamala, or is it Kamala, or we just call her K Dog? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cackling Harris, I think. Yeah, they don't like her either. So they it's a temporary her, yeah. thing. But basically... I, I, I'm I like, how could they not have anybody? Nancy Pelosi. No, they got to have somebody to trick us with. They they have to have another Obama Mich- somewhere. Michelle Obama. That's Michelle. That's but then the thing is, that's a risk. Because she's so, like... She's not a politician necessarily. Who cares? It's an Obama name a black woman I don't think she wants to do it you know how they're gonna get Korean people it's cause Michelle Obama like mentioned kimchi a long time ago Shut you know, like, yeah I, I talked about that too I was so proud um, <laughs> um how do they have nobody but yeah this is a uh, antichrist is coming he's gonna step in this is how it works where is he it's AI oh did you hear about Google Google yeah Sentient AI? Maybe Are you fired him? Okay. I gotta look into that. But is anyways, that the last thing? The last thing. Anyways, people, please. Here's my instruction to everybody. Please. You guys. Um. The Great Reset seems to be going forward full steam. I have an article. Um. Maybe we could do it next time. And uh, from Forbes saying 2030, what to expect by 2030. And I read through it and I was thinking um, about how to pass the church in a world like that. And um, and so that that uh, challenge is coming uh, when I preach in different places. I'm going to be preaching in Africa, too. And um I'm telling the uh, the churches how to prep for the world, the new change coming on the world. And um, you you know, if you've never studied a futuristic view of the book of Revelation and uh, Daniel and eschatology, I highly encourage you to get to, to a minister or pastor that is able to do that without sensationalism. 
you really need to see it because if you do there's no way that you don't have a, a sense of the soon coming return of Jesus and in light of that you have to have not an escapist mentality but you have to have a faithful church mentality if you're away from the Lord right now or if you're a lukewarm Christian right now man this is a great time to give your life to the Lord because the degree of of temptation and lies and is just at a level that I've never seen in my life and um and if you're not vigilant the bible comes says be vigilant right S stay awake watch and pray man if you're not vigilant vigilant means like you're on it you're on it that you're going to be deceived and i know pastors and christians that are so they are drowning in deception and they're leading their churches in deception in the same way that the people are being misled even of our Christianity too. Yeah, our Christian. They're changing the definition of Christianity because it's too oppressive. They're allowing Marxists to to redefine what Christianity is in our day. Mm. And uh, Jesus is not Lord. Um, you know, wokeism is Lord, and Jesus is a servant of wokeism. He when he when G even Jesus repents, mm. Jesus repents, and what is he repenting of? He's repenting of his lack of wokeism, right? So. That's not. That means wokeism is Lord, not Jesus. <laughs> so we are we're in a weird spot, man. And I'm really praying, fasting, like every day. I'm you know praying for our community and our church. If your pastor doesn't pray for you, doesn't create a culture of prayer in your church, get out and get to a church that prays, and and trains you to pray gets you you know is challenges you to pray and make sure you're going to a church that's so number one prayer number two they're teaching the bible still like it is authoritative to describe the life of jesus christ not according to wokeism but according to what it's all that it's worth all that the bible is worth and if your pastor is not doing that get out don't try to save that church. Get to a church where you can, you can be equipped together to face the world that's uh, starting to form around us, and be with people that are gonna uh, help you to overcome and uh, not compromise. And so that's really what I want to say about all of this: this misinformation, these lies. You could get bitter. You can be like, oh, like. I need to, you know, troll people online. That's all distraction too. You know, if you're conservative and you're just like just angry at everybody, bitter at everybody, and want to troll people online and just hate on people, then you're distracted too. This right now is the greatest hour of the church according to the Bible. A part of the church, this is going to be their greatest hour. But also the Bible does say at this uh, in the last days that some of the some of the church is going to be lukewarm and actually spit out of spit out of fellowship with Jesus. And so there's apostate, lukewarm, and then there's hot. You need to be with hot. And so you know, let's go. Get to a church. Be serious about your faith right now. Jesus is coming. That's what I believe about all of this. Amen. So don't believe in the prophets of prophets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye, everybody.